Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 431. All right, my friends, let's just get to it. Folks, um, we talked before, and I, we talked about the car that I have now, which is new to me. Not a new car, but new to me. And we say goodbye to the mighty Toyota Camry that I've had for years. Years, I tell you. But do you notice that sometimes when some things go on autopilot in, part, in your life, things that you've been doing for a long period of time, things that, you know, you don't have to think about anymore. If, if you have to make a change, that change is a pain in the neck. Say for the sake of argument, you get a computer, right? You set up your Windows this, the password that, the quadruple this, that, and the other one. And you just use your computer. You come into the house, you flip your laptop up, you put in your password. If you need a password, if you live with someone else, maybe you have a password. Because maybe guests are coming into the house and you want to protect your computer. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Just, you, just have a fe- you just want to have a feeling of privacy. No big deal. You throw in your little password, you do it on autopilot. And let's be honest, nobody changes the password on their computer. Get out of here. Don't act like you don't. You know damn well you've had that same password for your past six computers. You ain't fooling anybody, punks. You know what I'm saying, right? So that's it. You just open up a bowl and you type in the password. You do what you're going to do. You handle your business and game, set, match. Not a problem. But then eventually, eventually the computer gets too old. The new programs that are coming out, the computer can't handle it anymore. And of course, the company which wants to sell you a new computer and is tired of you holding on to that computer for six years, hits you with one of those emails from the computer. It's right, it's right into your, you know, when your computer updates and it goes... Hey, this computer is not going to be able to handle the new operating system, you cheap bastard. Get rid of this old piece of crap and give us some more money, damn it. Because if you don't do it this time, we're going to send something into the computer that electrocutes your ass and then you're going to be dead because if you're not going to spend money, you ain't good to us anyway. <laughs> they get a little aggressive sometimes. <laughs> shut up, shut, shut up, punks. Back to me. Right? So then you get the new laptop, the new computer, and all of a sudden, oh, good Lord, you forgot the passwords. Everything autofills, but now you got to go back. You got to find the old password. You got to figure it out, and you got to send it to this other backup email account. You got to send up that. Um, I think my password was 12789, but, but no, it was, but some letters were in it. Yeah, it wasn't the, but my birthday. No, it's not my birthday because at the beginning, 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 and then you got to start all over again. And then there's programs on your computer that you had to purchase for six or seven bucks. Not a big deal. Six, or seven bucks five years ago. Now you got to buy that crap all over again because you can't remember your passwords. So you buy all the stupid apps that cost three ninety nine. You got to buy all of them over again and you buy them again. It's not a big deal. I just spent all this money on this computer. Now I got to spend another seventy five dollars to put damn apps back on. And of course, we know what happens. Three months later, there is a very neatly piled uh, stack of three by five cards where you meticulously put in all the passwords and it was right in front of you the whole time. It was just behind that lamp. The only thing you didn't move in the room. Oh, no, you wasted some money and you spent three hours setting up the stupid computer. Now you feel like a chump. It's the same thing with your phone. You got to put all of that crap back on there again. Or you got to go to this place and hey, I want to buy the new phone. We'll put it on for you, sir. Just sit there with that chair for way too long. <laughs> right? Well, as it turns out, it's the same thing with your car insurance. Right? 
because you know you set up the full tort, this tort collision, that, this, that. You go through the list of things that you want to pay for and you dump the crap that you don't think is applicable to you and you had it set and you figure, listen, excuse me, insurance people. I've had my insurance set a specific way. I was happy with it. I just want to put that exact same crap on this new car. Well, we'd love to do that, Mr. Thomas, but that would actually be convenient for you. And we want to keep you on the phone for an inordinate amount of time and, you know, begin to actually have fake conversations while we sit here because our computer's slow. <laughs> Can't you just look in the computer and, and see literally, like, you can see what my policy is right now. I just want the exact same policy on the newer car. I just want the, I'm sorry, we can't do that. That would be too easy. <laughs> and you got to sit there and meticulously go through page after page after page after freaking page of that crap. It's only been a couple of weeks and I'm still mad. I literally just got, I literally just drove. Uh, I just got to 100 miles on the car earlier today just leave me let me just give me a minute to calm down oh god why did it make me have to go through all of that crap again oh just oh let's calm down you'll be all right just finish your podcast you'll be okay take some deep breaths count to ten one two three that's taking too long nine ten okay back to the podcast okay <laughs> right but here's the thing. The reason that they wanted to go through everything again is because they wanted to move you, in this case, me, and they're probably going to do the same thing to you when you change your insurance to another car or change companies. They're going to move you. to. So there's always these discounts. Well, if you do this, you get a discount, right? And they said to me, oh, Mr. Thomas, you've been with us for so long. You're going to get the quadruple diamond, quadruple platinum, quadruple quasar, quadruple double, double helix, quadruple infinity, quadruple black hole, quadruple star, quadruple X. Why Candace Majoris deal? But what we need you to do is to put this pluggy plug in your car, right? You have the little center underneath the car where you know normally when you go to get your car inspected, or if you go to the mechanic, I think it's the what's it called, the OBS or OBD. I think it's called the OBD, right? They plug into the bottom, and the, and the mechanic before it even puts you up on the rack, they plug that in there, and it goes, "Oh, this is the code for the double quadruple." And uh, yeah, that's probably why your car was doing the thing with the double stuff with the thing. It's because the quadruple, this is the quadruple and the quintuple of the quintuple needs a new adjustment of a quadruple. Because because that's what it sounds like if you don't know the computer codes and understand how to fix a car, especially the modern cars, right? You don't know anything about that. You may know how to change your oil, but you know, daggone well, your punk ass doesn't know anything about those computers unless you went to school specifically for that. And in many cases, you may have to go to school specifically for this brand of car have you ever taken your car to a regular mechanic the mechanic that's in your neighborhood the mechanic that worked on the regular cars you take it to this place and he can do all sorts of things he could change this the carburetor the this parade the that parade the this that and the other one but when it comes to something that involves the computer in the car the dealerships are basically like ahaha no somehow we're going to get a cut of this punk. You may be able to take this car to that jackass over there to change the oil. But when it comes to the computer, oh, hell no. 
All the codes are right here, baby. Do all of that cheap crap there, but bring your punk ass there here and prepare to pay $400. We don't even know what's wrong with it, but just know that it's going to be $400. Just know that. Right? <laughs> That's just the way it is. So you got to plug in this little plug up underneath there and that OBD, I believe it's what it's called, right? And I forgot what it was called. The I don't know. They, they should just call it the narc. Okay, because it's down there listening to you, tracking you, judging you, right? That little beeping sound if you do something and it doesn't like sucks. You know, I remember the first time, the first time I got one of those and I drive like, I mean, I've been with this company for so long. I would, I'm in my early 50s. Now I was with this car, this company when I was in my late 30s. Okay. Or early 40s, somewhere around there. But it's been a long time, right? And the first time I got one of those little little mini narcs in the car, it was worse than a backseat driver because things that a human being don't don't even notice when you're driving won't even break conversation for the little mini narc. Oh, beep, 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 beep up there judging you, right? Right? You're driving down a road in a major city. It says that the speed limit is 30, but if you drive 30, you're going to get a other car enema because the cars behind you are going to drive right up your tailpipe. And I'm not talking about the one on the back of your car, right? You're going to have a truck smacking into you. You're going to get into altercations. You don't want to speed, but you better speed up unless you want to get ran down, right? So you're trying to speed because the five cars behind you are all so close to you that if you actually hit the brake at all, it's going to be a five car pileup. So you have to step on the gas and now you're driving 36 miles an hour instead of 30. And the people behind you seem to be okay with that, right? But not the little narc plugged into your OBD. Right? And you want to go, listen, schmuck, shut up down there, punk. I have to drive this fast or I'm going to get smacked. If I, if something runs out into the road, if I see a pothole, if somebody comes out into the street and I try to hit my brakes, and there's going to be 18 cars crashed into the back of me. You say that out loud, but the thing down there goes, it ain't trying to hear that crap the little punk narc right and another thing and i didn't know this at the time usually when people give you when car when you get your car insurance if you're a car insurance company the best customer you could possibly have is the customer that doesn't drive at all the customer that does no driving the customer that sits the car in front of their house because you get hundreds of dollars a month and almost no chance of them getting into any accidents right so if you don't drive that much they love it it's like a gym membership gyms the best gym person to go to the gym is the person that pays their monthly dues and never shows up. Why? Because they're getting free money and they you don't have they don't have to deal with you. They don't have to hire staff to deal with you. They don't have to wipe your buttock sweat off of the off of the weight machines, right? Credit card companies, they act like they want you to pay on time. No, they don't. They want you to pay on time most of the time is what they want. They want someone who can pay and afford to pay, but who is going to make a mistake once or twice a year? Why? Because it's $35 to them times 10 million customers. If each one of you just missed one payment or a late once, oh, that's a ton of money and they don't have to do anything for it. Yeah, I said it. So if you pay all the time, 
They don't like you. If you go to the gym every day, they can't stand you. Yeah, I said it. And if you have an insurance on your car, which of course you do, they don't want you driving a lot. Why? Because the more you drive, the more likely you're going to do something stupid. So I had a plan where I didn't drive that much at the time. You know what I'm saying? If I was going to a gig, it was in a different city. So I would just catch public transportation to, you know, whatever, the motor transportation, an airplane, a train, whatever, a bus, whatever was going to the city. And then I deal with transportation in that city. So they loved me. But then I had some sick relatives, my uncles, and I was helping to take care of them. And they were in different areas. And it took a long time to drive to my uncle. My uncle was... You know, we knew he was going to pass away. He was kind of holding on and we were just enjoying the last moments with him. And then it just you know, near, near the end, we were just like, oh, man, it was almost like it's just a matter of time. So we kept going every every other day. We would go there and, you know, sometimes we go there, just keep going there just to see him and, you know, just, you know, just to let him know that we were there. But it was a long ride and i had to drive on a road notorious for speeders notorious for accidents notorious right now did i have any accidents no did i speed had no choice just like in the other scenario these cars would have ran me off the road if i didn't speed so now i go from not driving that much at all to driving a whole lot and speeding more than I normally would because I don't like getting crashed into. And when I signed up for the plan, it was for a plan that didn't involve me doing much driving. So all of a sudden, I'm speeding. Beep, 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 that thing, the little mini plug-in narc. Sounded like shrimp from the Three Stooges down there by my foot. Beep, 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 beep. Right? Right? And of course, if you're driving with a bunch of speeders... Every once in a while, one of these idiots is going to hit a, make a hard break, which means you have to break hard. And of course, a hard break is something they don't like. Beep, 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 turns into an angry shimp, right? So I got a whole ride, a 90 minute ride. I'm saying, hey, what is this? Is somebody doing a techno album down there? You little piece of crap. And you can't unplug it because that's, that is a violation as well. So as it turns out, I went from definitely going to get a discount to, well, Mr. Thomas, unfortunately, you actually used your car, so we're not going to take any money off. Granted, I know you weren't in any accidents. You haven't been in an accident in 3,000 years, but it doesn't matter. We were just using that as an excuse to monitor you, and now we're going to charge you the full price. Like, you were already charging me full price. It doesn't matter. We were going to give you... We, Pretended like we were going to give you a discount, but you ain't getting it, punk. And that was my former time with the mini-narc, which is what they should call it. And right now I have a mini-narc in my car. But now you can look at the mini-narc reports on the, on the internet. You can go into the website where they have the frigging mini-narc reports. You, you open up your insurance and he goes, check out the little piece of crap that's monitoring you and snitching on you. You know, I hope I don't accidentally use the parking brake and stomp on that freaking thing. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> they might be listening. <clears throat> right. I go in and I read the report. No, nothing wrong with this ride. Fantastic. Nothing wrong with this ride. Fantastic. No reports here. Fantastic. Ah, great. This is great to get there. You had a hard break, Mr. Thomas, on Thursday at 307, you scumbag bastard. 
And I realized, do you know why I had the heartbreak? I had a good reason for having the heartbreak. The heartbreak is because there was a mentally there was a mentally deranged man. I don't know if you're supposed to describe a person that way. I don't want to get canceled five years from now for saying that. Let's just say it was someone who was not in the control of all of his mental faculties and was behaving in a way that society would not uh, say is acceptable for someone to behave because he was running around in the middle of the street, cursing at cars, pointing to his genitals, hip thrusting at cars, taking the newspaper under his arm, balling it up and throwing it at cars at random. And unfortunately for me, I was chosen to have a piece of newspaper thrown at my new car to me, right? He seemed to be going away, and I'm just driving because he's walking away, no problem. Then he abruptly runs back in front of the car, and I step on the brake, and hard brake. And he looks at me, and he balls up his paper, and he's about to throw the newspaper at me. And then he realizes, I almost got killed. This guy, this guy, did, 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 he, I, I just almost got killed. He did not kill me. I'm he gives me a tip of the hat, and then he takes a newspaper, and he throws it at me anyway. And then he walks off triumphantly because, you know, he's not dead. <laughs> right? I didn't think much of it except for the fact that I'm glad I didn't run the guy over. But when you go back, the little mini narg, I didn't even hear it go this time, right? Because it's not as loud as the the original one, but it is a noise like somewhere around there, like a like shrimp, like shrimp when he's a little tired, like a tired shrimp, right? And hard break. It should I that should not count against me that hard break. It should be a hard break that kept it from turning some unfortunate gentleman into human juice under your new to you vehicle. The mini narc can't stand it. So I don't even know how this is going to work out with the mini narc in my vehicle. I know it's going to be in there for a few months. I'm just going to assume I'm not getting a discount, okay? All right, because I know if my luck is if my luck works out the way I expect it to, usually I'm in, luck is pretty good for me. But when it comes to these little mini narcs, this is only my second mini narc in the car. I have a feeling right near the end of when I'm supposed to mail the mini narc back. Yes, it actually has a real name, but I refuse to call it by its accepted name. I'm gonna call it the little snitch box mini narc punk ass. When that little snitch box little mini narc gets mailed back to the company. I'm sitting there going, why am I mailing it back to you? As much money as I'm spending, I should get to keep this crap, right? You already have the reports on the damn internet. It's not like you need to read it there. What are you going to do? Send it to somebody else? Says, I'm saving you some money, you bastards. Then again, if you don't send it back, it's 50 bucks. So I'm sending it back. <laughs> Moving on. But I don't know whether or not I'm going to get the discount and I don't really care. But I would just like to say to the mini narc, I've been driving for decades. You got manufactured early this year. You don't get to judge me, you little punk, right? All you do is snitch. You're not even, my phone does more for me. I do work with my phone, right? I got a watch that does more for me than you, punk. And it's going to be around much longer. Yeah, I said it. Have you guys, have any of you had the mini narc snitch box put in your car to maybe spend less money on insurance? If you do, tell me your story. Tell me your stories. I'd love to hear them. Oh, tomorrow's going to be another mini narc snitch box day. I can feel it. Bastards. <laughs> 
but I hope I get the discount. And if you got one, I hope you get the discount too. All right, folks, I've complained enough in this podcast. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast. Do me a favor, my friends. If you love this podcast, and you do, do me a favor. Please rate and review this podcast. Five stars, please. And do me another favor. Tell people about this podcast. Yeah, that's right. Share this podcast. And more importantly than anything else, continue to listen to this podcast. Much love to you all. Except for you, you little mini snitch box snark in my car. You stink. But everybody else, love you. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Take care.